Hello, hello. So I'm starting a new series of just me ranting about what's happening in the world and what I see uh, important things that I wanted to talk about, but I'm not necessarily blogging on my website or writing articles. These are just my personal rants about the stuff that's going on. And the topic that I want to talk about today is the Roe versus Wade uh, decision in federal courts. Now, I, a lot of Christians have, you know, said, "Oh, yay! It's finally been overturned," and uh, you know, saying this is a victory. And then all the murdering lunatics want to keep fighting and going after the Supreme Court justices and federal laws trying to make runarounds and stuff like that. But nobody seems to grasp the basic idea of why this even happened anyway. It's not a victory. It's actually reverse of them or, you know, getting away with all the moral depravity in every state by states. So basically what the Roe versus Wade decision was, especially, you know, the earlier decisions in the 70s and the 80s, they were trying to figure out when the fetus is viable before they can abort it. So that's how they came up with like 23 weeks or whatever the weeks that they thought because they didn't have any images of what it would look like in the womb. And especially now where it's readily available, but back then it wasn't. So they were trying to make a moral decision as to when life began and how many weeks far along before the fetus is viable. You know, they wouldn't name a baby, but a fetus. So what's been happening over since the 80s, especially, is that all these states uh, began to want uh, to get rid of liability for doctors, practitioners, anyone that deals with killing a baby. They wanted to get rid of uh, liability for them when they were doing abortions beyond what the federal law allowed under Roe v. Wade. So even if some states were like, especially New York, that, you know, with Governor Cuomo just a few years ago, celebrated that they can have abortions all the way up until birth. And it's not the only state. There were other states touting for crazy infanticide type of laws, not only up to birth, but then post-birth. They were allowing certain states that, you know, whether they made it into law or proposed it, they wanted to murder babies after birth because a lot of doctors and a lot of practitioners behind the scenes, whether the law was there or not, they were still doing these so-called illegal abortions. And especially when the federal law says, you know, the viability uh, begins at a certain term, certain amount of weeks, that was much lower than what most states want it now. They want to do it all the way late term, third trimester abortions, which the Roe v. Wade wasn't really allowing them to do that. So it's not a victory. What they did was they got rid of the federal old outdated law and allowed each state to go ahead and make up their own laws to allow murder as much as they want, whether it's up to 
uh, you know, second time trimester, third trimester, post-birth. And then in some states, they're even touting about trying to do infanticide up to two years old, five years old. And in other countries where they're talking about euthanization of kids, you know, like under 13 and, you know, after 13, they already had some laws in place. So basically, kids aren't deciding to murder themselves. It's the parents that are doing it. So if the parents, you know, with their physician or whoever they, who's willing to do these murders, because it is murder, right? I mean, once the baby's born, clearly it's a human being that everybody can see. Before it's born is a forming baby uh, that's fully grown, especially in the third trimester. Many preemies have survived outside the womb. So clearly, you know, it's there to grow and become a fully functioning baby by nine months or whenever it's ready to be born. So they don't care about life in the womb. The mother certainly don't. I mean, if they're going out, all these people are protesting. Yes, I want to be able to kill, kill, kill all my baby as much as I want, my body, my choice. They still don't have any limits as to when they want to do that because Roe v. Wade already allowed them to do that. There are laws everywhere in every state that allows abortion. So nothing has changed. The only thing has changed is it allows states to say, you know, when are we going to consider abortion? Because abortion isn't illegal. It's still legal. So I don't know why they're out there protesting. They should be celebrating just as much as everybody else saying, yay, now my state can go kill babies up to birth or even after if, you know, me and my doctor decide that I don't want this baby. It's a burden on me. I'm emotionally distraught or whatever the stupid reasons that they come up with. They All they're doing is lowering the liability. Women who want to kill their babies can still kill their babies. They've been doing it since beginning of time, and they're still going to be doing it forever. It's a moral decision between a woman and God, not uh, the government. So whether they're going to want to choose to kill or the government says no or yes, what is it going to really happen? They are trying to have people not take responsibility for the actions that they're doing. So, for example, if they're selling baby parts, cut up baby parts, poor little things that have already been, you know, subjected to horror, with horror movies are made out of, you know, taking apart limb by limb and doing all the instrumentation to crush their skulls and all their body parts. Then what now they started wanting to preserve them because they realized they are worth those body parts are worth money and people are willing to pay, the companies are willing to pay high dollar for all those preserved body parts. So they don't want them crushed and unusable. So what they wanted now is to be able to have late-term abortions. And I think it's really the buying and selling of baby parts that's doing, driving this industry because it's so sick with death and money and greed that they're just driving the way the practitioners are wanting on how they kill the babies. So if it's worth more them, to them to actually deliver the baby so they can have intact hearts, intact, you know, all the organs and tissues that they're buying and selling, that's worth a more high dollar if they were just to crush it early and just get little value for them. So that, the 
the whole industry of buying and selling baby parts, I think, is the driving force as to how these laws are being um, changed state by state. So they could have more access to, to buy baby parts and then have no liability for killing and murdering uh, babies, you know, past what Roe v. Wade allowed. So each state can now ramp up what they were already doing. And the Supreme Court knew that state by state they were talking about all these things to be able to murder and not have liability. And New York State already made their own laws, which would have been illegal if they had kept the Roe v. Wade. It's because they would have said, you can't allow to kill babies up to full term when the federal law says the fetus is viable at 23 weeks or so, right? Because then they would be hit with federal uh, liability if not, whether the state allowed it or not. So the federal law had to be overturned. There is no victory. I don't know why Christians are saying it's a victory. It's not a victory. It's just serving what the states are already doing and wanting to do is to kill babies who are much farther along, and that way no practitioner is held liable for that, and the industry of going out and selling intact body parts where they're not mutilated, because once you get late-term abortions, they almost have to perform surgery or have it birth because it's super difficult to have a bigger fetus come out and be you know, taking those forceps and ripping off their legs and arms to get it out one by one. It's almost as big as, a, you know, a human birth human where you have to deal with the body, you know, and it's much bigger. So before, when it's like a much, much smaller, they can flush it down a toilet if they wanted to, and they don't have any consequences of tiny little hands and tiny little feet being ripped out out of the womb. But now, since a bit, you know the bodies are bigger, especially towards almost birth, you have to deal with that body. So we're talking beyond practitioners, that you know the people that actually have to bury it or do whatever they do with medical waste. Basically, that's what they would call it, right? So more likely, burn it or so all those people that either have to keep a record of what happens to that body after it's been aborted and then where that body goes, everybody's along the chain. There's a lot of people that need laws or protection from the government saying that they will not be prosecuted for going along with these killings that they're doing. So that's what it's all about. There's a lot of industries that are involved. It's not just a mother. They're just using the mothers, all these crazy women that go up and hold up signs, you know, my body, my this, my that, get rid of patriotic and saying that abortion is normal, all these crazy signs that are going out there, I think they're part of the propaganda that's being paid to act like they care and that's what they want, when in reality that's only one part of the equation. It's not to protect the mothers. Mother, they, they can care less about protecting the mothers. It's to protect the doctors and practitioners and everyone else that has to deal with the body all the way along the chain. Those are the people that are invisible, that are not seen. The only ones that are seen is these crazy women going out there saying we should keep it legal when it's already legal. And it's allowing state by state to go 
ramp it up. Of course, there might be some states that say, you know what, we're not going to allow abortions in our state, and they may ban it. Great for those states, because there were already some states that were doing that even before the decision was uh, overturned. Oklahoma is one of them. They had, uh, you know, very strict laws about abortion and did not allow late term or any of that stuff. And Alabama and Louisiana, there's other states that were already wanting not to have abortions uh, carried out in their state or be funded by the government because, you know, private doctors, all of those peoples, again, were just needing protection from the government saying, we're not going to be prosecuted for murdering babies. That's all it's all about. It's not about the mothers. It's definitely not about the fetus that they're, or the baby that they're trying to kill. So it's the invisible people that are not shown that are part of this industry that's making billions and billions and billions of dollars and they need it's a you know these pregnant women are a product to have a product they they have lobbied the government to create this industry where they're free to do this because what they want is you know it's uh, all those funding that the Planned Parenthood gets is government funding and p private funding and corporations you know now they're wanting to pay so-called perks or benefits to anyone who wants to abort to go out carry in another state. I mean, there hasn't been a ban in any state yet. So why would they need to pay an employee to go to California or New York unless they want to kill the baby late term where they have allowed it, uh, where other states have not just caught up yet? It's all about liability and the more... You know, the more uh, late-term abortions that they do, the more liability that they, you know, they have to ensure that they are not liable for actually murdering. So that's what California and New York is doing. They're allowing to get rid of that liability and allow the murderers to do whatever they want. And then it's not just murdering and having like, oh, well, sorry, you lost your baby. Let's bury it. You know, you don't want to keep it. We understand. But let's give it a proper burial. They don't do that. It's medical waste to them. And that medical waste, all those babies, if we're talking about 60 million babies being killed each year or so far, that's a lot of bodies that have to be dealt with. So that's how they come up with these crazy schemes of, well, let's burn them for fuel so we can keep the hospital runnings or the factories running. They actually did that in Oregon. You know, so... All these things are not like are going to go away. They're going to accelerate. They're going to have to figure out what to do with the bodies. And after the you know the medical industry is done with his thirst of wanting to buy the body parts, eventually it'll just come to a point where it's going to say, "Eh, we got all the benefit and the cell lines that they wanted." They're not going to you know keep piling on all those bodies to sell their baby parts to these companies that buy them. That will stop eventually because we're talking way more abortions than all these companies are doing. So what's going to happen is they're going to develop other industries to be able to use that body part somehow. You know, the baby bodies, whether it's intact or ripped up or discarded of whatever parts that they didn't want to use as scavengers, you know, because they're all scavengers. When you're selling, you know, disgusting things like hands, feet, liver, eye, cornea, scalps, all these, you know, 
every part of the body as if it's like a dead chicken that got scavenged for all the, you know, the meat parts. It's a human baby. So if they did all of that, you know, over time, as these demand grow and they're actually allowing more and more abortions, then it's going to create other industries that will figure out what to do with the dead bodies. Whether it's, you know, worshiping the god of Moloch like they did in the old days, they put them in the fire. They're talking about all those things now where, uh, you know, in, especially in Europe, other programs where they're talking about putting babies uh, in the furnace for fuel. All disgusting, all the same stuff that God found, you know, abominable for what happened with uh, when they used to do that with Moloch, to worship the god of Moloch. They used to burn their children up to two to five years old in the furnace. So that's, in a sense, is what's coming back. Um, so, I mean... The whole point is, is that is this is not over yet. This is only the beginning of more evils like you never imagined. Evil beyond. I mean, all this is already great amount of evil, and I can't figure out like how much more it can accelerate. I mean, once you know, there were people trying to expose that how all these uh, abortion clinics were selling baby parts. Nothing got shocked. The guy who did the initial video of documenting all this and putting it out in public he ended up getting arrested for doing that and got charged for videotaping them all rather than them going after the clinics to uh you know what they were doing were illegal and disgusting so that has now been gone off the wayside it's been several years since that you know the initial guy who uh exposed all this and it's now commonplace. Nobody cares that they're still buying and selling baby parts, and it's a whole billion dollars industry. And it's just going to get worse. So each time, you know, you think you've seen the last evil about abortion, it's going to get even more than what it is now. So it's not about these women going out that it's their choice. It has nothing to do with them. They're just a product. So... Don't listen to anybody that says, yay, this is a victory for us. No, there's no victory here. This is now just the acceleration of what each state is going to do, which is to allow murder all the way up to birth and possibly even after birth because there are already enough politicians that are sounding that, saying we want to kill up up to two-year-olds. You know, It should be up to the mother. If they don't want the kid, blah, 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 they can make that decision with their doctor and kill it. You can't, you know, murder is still murder. So I, I you know, what all the, the government has done is get rid of liability for murder, but they're still sinning. God knows that they sinned. God knows that they murdered their children. God knows what they're doing in actions to promote, not only for themselves, but for others to go ahead and do that and go out there, protest, do whatever they want. And, you know, advocate that everyone should accept this as murder as normal when it's not normal. And ultimately, judges, judgment is going to come to all of them that are participating in it. And, you know, hopefully if for some of those who have regrets, you know, they can reach out to God and, and ask for forgiveness. But those that are, you know, making a war against God, you know, still wanting to do this, they're, they're, they're not... 
making war against us because they're responsible for their sins. Every person is responsible for his or her sin. Okay, not the nation. I've heard people say this. Well, as a nation, you know, we have sinned because we allowed this to happen. No, it's a personal responsibility. It's not, their sins is not attributed to me and my sins are not attributed to anyone else. So God knows all their personal sins and what they're doing and they're going to be judged for what they're actions are for wanting to kill the most innocent human being that they can be. It's the most helpless. It's relying on his mother and it's done on an act of, you know, supposedly to be out of love and then they're creating a human life and that yet that life is not even safe to be born in its own by its own mother. So, you know, for us Christians, we just need to pray that God takes judgment and swift judgment to, to deal with them as he needs to. You know, it's not something we're going to be able to regulate. It's not that we can go fight with the government to, to you know, ensure that there's a ban on abortion. We are not in that position to do that. And if they do that, they're just going to come up with another way to kill the babies that they're already wanting to kill. Remember, there's no regulations in the days of the Moloch days when they put up these furnaces to kill children that were already born because they weren't doing abortions back then. They were allowing these children to be born. They didn't want them, so they started putting them in the furnace and calling it active worship to get better crops or better you know, health and wealth. None of that's changed. That whole philosophy of what was why people wanting to murder their own children has not changed, and it will not ever change until the kingdom, got, you know, God's kingdom is restored. So worrying about whether the government's going to ban it or not, it's never going to happen, okay? So what's likely going to happen is that some states may say, you know, we're not going to allow it. But majority, if not all, are going to allow abortion all the way up to birth and possibly after birth. That's what's coming. So this is my rant. And, uh, you know, it's too much to want me to write about it. So I'd rather just talk off the cuff. And I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, hopefully you guys can understand that, you know, the decision to overturn the Roe v. Wade is not a good thing. It's just a start of evil that's yet to come. Thanks for listening.